Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Suicide Squad by each individual minute. My name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And today we're talking about minute number 92 of Suicide Squad. The minute's going to start out with Rick Flagg continuing his... <laughs> his his extravagant tale of how Enchantress got away. Sarcasm, Mark. The minute's going I to end it. with Harley Quinn and Deadshot taking their leave. Uh, kinda. They're just, just they're they're walking out. They're they're dipping. They're out of here. They're not. They're going to a. They're going to a bar. They're going to a bar. They're gonna be in there like swimwear. I was trying to work that in, You're so gonna... I had to. I had to double back. And they're out there. Wait, no. Nope. Well, they're inside there, now. They like, were out there. They're far out. We, East movement. Uh, oh. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So, <laughs> let's get into it. We're talking about minute number 92. We finally find out what Deadshot is upset about. I, can I tell you something? Hmm? You still don't get it? Oh, can I? Mm, maybe it's more... I should pose it as a question. Is Rick uh-huh. Flagg's flashback thing right now, is mm-hmm. this necessary? Nate, I tell you, it's not. But how long ago did we just see all that stuff happening? It is um it's a shortened version of the same exact thing we saw earlier in the film. That's and how it, flashbacks and it's, work. And it's one of the, yeah, I know. <laughs> I understand. But it's not a flashback with a completely different scene well, that we didn't see well, part here, of the story. See, it's see, a flashback of scenes that we already saw. That's what I'm that's what I'm trying to get at. Normally when you see a flashback, it's because you haven't seen it before and now's a, now's the right time to bring up the past. Good flashbacks work like that, yeah. Good flashbacks work where you, you know, hey, you know, we're going to do a flashback of um uh, Batman's parents. I thought oh, she yeah. said stop, but a passing helicopter was picking up Caught kicking up such a ruckus. That was Sin City. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> Thanks, Nate. But there you go. Flashback. Same scene, but it filled in the blanks because it was a uh, misinterpreted yes. little flashback. So Yeah. Um, or just, you know, you just haven't seen it. And so uh, we, we didn't get to explain it. So now we're going to cut back and show you what we didn't show you earlier. Um I think Star Wars does that. Don't don't they do that in like the new ones where it's like, oh, well, you didn't get to see the rest of the scene. Now we're going to show you the rest. Am I making that up? I'm probably making that up. Did that happen in the Star Wars? I, I don't know. I can't remember. I but, can't remember either. And yeah. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm a bad fan. Yeah, like I'm letting them down. I should know everything about Star Wars. Guys, I gotta know every a lot about everything. So, <laughs> but um, so. We've seen this all before. That's what I, we're getting at. We've seen this collection of shots in the same sequence. Um, we get. Do we get more context? We get, like the only thing. The, that, the, no, the only the thing that I have questions more, about even context is just the bomb specifically, which it raises more questions. No, it doesn't. I don't remember where the bombs, how the bombs played into the end of the movie or a f- little bit later in the movie. Where ki- I remember Killer Croc being swimming. That, that bomb, like this bomb thing, don't matter till like it don't even matter later. Like, what is this? How does this matter? Do they plant new bombs? They plant new bombs. Oh, because I don't think they have the same bomb. Is it the same bomb? I don't know. 
So I don't think it's a big deal. They could have said they had another bomb. I wouldn't care. In his flashback, he's arming the bomb, and he says it's set for two seconds. Two seconds. You're supposed to just press the button and drop it. She's supposed to teleport. Like above to, above them, right? Because yes. he's directly above us. He's like, shoot straight yeah. up, teleport, be like, hey, Incubus, here's a bomb. Looney Tune your way out of there. <laughs> and then yeah. and then kaboom. And then two like, seconds. <laughs> that is a that is a window. Incubus man. is like all charred up. He looks at the screen and says, Well, ain't that a stinker? And then he disintegrates into ash. Yeah. And that's the end of the story. That's a good one. But I like I really like it when like, you know, like um if bugs plugs the shotgun barrel and it, and it, and it banana peels back backs. and it pops up. no i like the banana peel effect oh and cigars do it too and they go Poof. there's a bugs bunny game for super nintendo which is like the hardest game i remember I've the ever uh, played I, it was um and you do stuff like that it wasn't a marvin the martian but it was duck, duck uh what was daffy duck's space guy no maybe it was marvin the martian it was for sega genesis it, it was probably just whatever that the Duck Dodgers game. Nope. Hang on. It was Taz. You played as Taz and you were like Taz in space. Maybe there was oh, a Duck Dodgers that game the that GameCube I also played. Game? They made that Taz No, this was game? still Sega. Okay. doesn't matter. Anyways, uh, it's Warner Brothers. It's all connected. Yeah. Um, so drop a bomb. Get out of there. Yeah, but what she does instead is she arms it. And then she dips, leaving the bomb in Rick Flagg's possession. Is that what she does? Yeah. So she just presses it and goes, peace? Yeah, she says, oh, it's set Hot potato. Two <laughs> seconds? All right. Yeah. Two seconds, go. And she dips. And so he's like, oh, I got this two-second bomb on me. And so he like disarms it right then and there. Does he really? Yeah. He Wow. Like, okay, she says, set for two seconds. You just press the button and drop it. Uh-huh. She presses the button, and she dips, and he's over here like... Fumbling it. Yeah. And so he disarms it. Two seconds is too short. I'm going to tell you what. So is a disarm button just the button right next to it? Do they make them that easy now? Just like arm and disarm on and off? Uh, so like you can like just be like, oh, crap, we got to disarm that thing. All right, just hit the button. I don't know how making military, you know how <laughs> like military grade minds work. Like, oh, but you know how commercial minds work? I mean, if some kid is gonna make a pipe bomb in his home, like that's one thing. Like, how do you? And but you know how to do that, Mark? No, <laughs> I'm saying. You gotta, you should, then I'm, you should say I don't know how to make any mines or bombs. No, what matter. I'm trying to get at is that, like, if a kid makes, if someone makes a homemade bomb and uh-huh. like they arm it, I don't think there is a way to de-arm it. Maybe in like maybe the, do the wire thing. Yeah, but that's non. That's maybe you're not. Is that traditional or is that non-traditional? Maybe that's, you just make it simple to have two wires. So, like, if you do have to disarm it, you just cut one of them. Here's the thing: that yeah. to disarm a bomb that's homemade like that would be unorthodox. But for a military grade bomb like that, mm-hmm. there would be an orthodox method of saying, "Hey, maybe the person who's in charge of arming the bomb has like a magnet key card that they cannot, you know, that protects them from when they're arming it. Something military grade, you like know, like a fob." What? Like a fob, like a thing on a car. Or like a metro card. Sure, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm giving you all these ideas that we can make in the... But something that protects him, the person arming the bomb from, oh, it's a two-second bomb. I don't want this thing to go off in my hands. Like, And I'm sure they don't want it to go off in his hands. So they give him something. Like a dead man switch kind of yes, thing. Yes, exactly. But it's more of like a dead man a switch. Li- it's an alive man switch. Yeah. Keep the man alive yeah. switch. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure there's something like that where it's like, because 
I don't think they just put things on bombs where it says, oh, just in case you accidentally arm it, here's the red button that you press to disarm it. Yeah. And so there's got to be like, I don't know, there's just got to be like a little key card. He's just got to tap and it's like, hey, okay, cool. I think there were two buttons specifically on I that I think bomb. there might have been two buttons on it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe um, you just have to press them both at the same time and hit like a soft re- restart. Still, two seconds. Two seconds. That's crazy. Uh-huh. It'd be like, if someone pressed it, you know, by the time... They by the time you move your hand... It's minus two. When we started, you had two seconds. Now there's less. It's my... It was a good luck suit yeah. there, but two seconds. That is... That is a real quick time. That is a real quick. I'd have to be like... It almost had to be like Simon says, or she, she presses it. I'm like, beep, beep. I'm like, Which it isn't because he fumbles it a he little. Fumbles He's, it. it drops and he that's, like catches it like with his knee or that's something. That's like, boom. Could, like, they all should have been dead. It's... Kablooey. Big bang. How does she even get out? I she thought just flies away. For a second. No, I she thought. just she just flies upstairs and gets and gets uh Wow. Yeah, so she appears in front of him mm, press already the drop it. Already hurt. And it's like, oh my gosh. But she just came from the floor. She just went up. So And then he healed her right as she like so took maybe the elevator. He should have just blown himself up. That would have blown up all of them. Yeah. How far down underground do you think? How big of a bomb are we talking about? Yeah, exactly. I thought that they were just going to kill themselves right then and there. I thought that was their job when it said two seconds. Like, do they switch the plan for the bombs to put it underneath the sewer? It's like right underneath their feet oh, this time. So they're... Red, spoiler alert. We'll see the bomb later. It's right underneath their feet when they're later? So how did that position change? Because they changed location. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. It is the same exact area. Oh, it's just flooded? It's it's like Zelda, where it's like you activated the water, so now all the water is up, and so now you can swim up. Swim How did it? they activate the water? Um, they just flooded the subway system? That is a very good question, Nate. How is there water in there now? I mean, we'll see it later on, but... Uh, I guess we'll have to get there. I don't know. But they're essentially doing the same exact plan, As of right, right now... We're just going to put a bomb on the floor. In the subway. Yeah. In the subway that they're in, in the past. Mm -hmm. It was right underneath the train station central hub Mm -hmm. where Incubus was. Mm -hmm. Later on in the movie, Incubus will still be in the central hub. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to have to ask ourselves what's underneath that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, But yeah, so... Two seconds, she dips, leaves Rick Flag with the bomb. And so what Deadshot is mad about, um, and by the way, yeah, this this whole flashback happens again. I think it's bad. I thought it was bad the first time I saw it. Um, I think it's an obvious sign of reshoots because... What else are you going to fill the yeah, time Yeah, what with? else are you going to yeah. do? And you're just going to show it all over again. She bolted, yeah. stabbing the heart, and that's how she got away. To me, I'm like, like who cares? Mm-hmm. Like why? Why did that have to show now? Why can't you show it before? They did wh- show it before. No, not the two second thing. Oh, he says she goes enchantress, and then over the radio he goes she bolted. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, that's cool, not really, but and then so that's the takeaway from this moment is that Deadshot and the crew find out what they're up against. That is what Deadshot is mad about. Deadshot is mad that Rick Flag withheld 
the information that this team of metahumans did they have just to not fight yeah, a metahuman? They have to fight a did they not f- like feel that situation out? I mean, I understand that their first mission was to get Waller, and then when that mission appeared to be over, they were probably like, great, awesome, we get the clock out on time. But then again, now my manager's telling me I have to stay late, and they're probably just like, oh, God. And on top of staying late, you got to clean puke out of the bathroom. Oh, my God. I'm out. I didn't get hired for this. This Mm -hmm. isn't my job Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. You got to clean out the vampire mailbox. What? Mm -hmm. I had to do it. The vampire mailbox. The vampire. I've explained. Oh, okay. Yeah. God, mm-hmm. damn it. That's just. That's mm-hmm. not what they actually call it, is no, it's it? It's called the vampire mailbox. Oh my god, that's <laughs> and horribly this demeaning. This person once threw up in there, and in I, it, and I made Matt clean it. Oh, <laughs> we worked together. Oh, and I was like, Matt, I did it. I cleaned up puke last time. This lady puked in the vampire mailbox. You gotta go clean it, and so he was like, All right. So he did, man. Terrible. That's a that was a that was a double, double bladed sword. Yeah, that was a that was a one two punch for him. But yeah, um, it is like finding that out and being but, like, you lied to me. Yeah, but didn't <laughs> you mean they, you lied? I, mean, I, I guess it's really hard to think that they didn't assume that the giant sky beam that they flew over and I guess got knocked what else out of the think, air. Who else would you think is doing it? Like a scientist. Maybe it it's any? more, yeah. Maybe terrorist with a dirty bomb is more on maybe brand. Maybe terrorists did build a Tesla coil. Yeah. So maybe they. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I know. guess if I saw shit levitating in the sky like that, and knowing Superman exists, I'd be like, "This is the Black Zero event." Yeah. Like this already, is, like going through that, I'd you'd probably, probably think, be like, "I'd be like, this my, is in my city now." Dang. I'd be like, "Oh my god, Nate, that is the perfect." metaphor yeah my like oh it's my turn now i gotta deal with, like we well can- no hang on well it was in midway so they weren't in midway they all got flew in the midway but the ground people but still that you are in a situation that resembles the black zero event you know that is definitely one of those things where it's like oh like some of them should have been looking at the plane and be like hey can we call that alien like this is his this is his business yeah we can- <laughs> that guy flies <laughs> <laughs> like Deadshot would be like, this is a job for Batman. Like you, not even no. Deadshot would be like, you guys remember that dude with the with the cape who f- was flying in yeah, the building? We know he's dead, but like maybe if Wonder Woman is now, who's think, next? Like, hey, how about Wonder Woman shows up and handles this? You know, single handedly. Um, but um, it's, I, I think being. Like if I was here in their shoes, mm-hmm. and I saw that giant Tesla coil, I wouldn't be thinking, nor would I be mad that it's a singular metahuman causing it. I would think because it's a Black Zero event, I'd be like, it's worse. It's aliens. Like aliens are doing this. Yeah, that is an alien thing because there are rocks hovering in the air. I, no scientist <laughs> does anything that. with like yeah. displacement of gravity. Like, uh, yeah, alien. <laughs> on top of um, on top of the Black Zero event, because we know that Superman died, but we know he, what he died from, which is a bigger alien, a King Kong alien, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, that also exists. I don't want that either. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, and and we've seen the eyes of the adversary. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not human. 
that's that's what we could say those are aliens yeah and i'd be like hey it sounds like it looks like an alien to me but i mean they're like th- these were people they said that earlier it's like oh these used to be people now they're not mm-hmm. okay so are they zombies either way i'd be like i'd like getting near that thing i had the yeah. realization of um when i was saying that uh these guys were seeing the, the beam, sky beam and everything like that and be like oh this is not this isn't my territory this is like essentially you would have the conversation of like this is league stuff this is the this is the for yeah, the justice yeah, yeah. league this isn't us but and then break that down a little bit breaking the norms they of the suicide squad fighting some sort of paranormal alien-esque thing might be a little bit uh out of their comfort zone but hey they managed to do it just like batman's able to go toe-to-toe with aliens even him being a man alien. it's like yeah it's like that that gods versus monsters oh no god versus man complex that batman fight faces when he's paired up with superman mm-hmm. and wonder woman um well in his uh, his mind gods don't exist because if gods exist right but then him they do it a lot in the justice league animated show mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. when they do like wonder bats and stuff like that him being paired up with someone who you know just a man being paired up with a demigod yeah it doesn't those wires don't really connect in bruce's mind they just kind of intersect and he accepts it. So like this situation with Suicide Squad having to fight a weird space, it's not even space, a weird magic thing, is it the same mindset or is that just normal Suicide Squad stuff? It's got to be normal stuff because Enchantress was a part of the Suicide Squad. They got guys like King Shark walking around next to them and Killer Croc and they're shaken up. Diablo. Yeah. And they're shaken up about... Diablo is a metahuman. The rest of them may not be. Yeah. Diablo, yeah. Diablo is a metahuman. He's probably the only metahuman. And they're shaken up by, like, having to do this. Deadshot, I would be like, okay, Deadshot, you're probably the most deadly. Yeah. uh, Of the human... I I feel like he should have been asking... Pyroception is a metahuman. I understand. I feel like the, the anger should be more like, hey... Amanda Waller and you guys like hired us to essentially like go die like you know Suicide Squad. Uh, I get it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the anger should be like, dude, call Batman, call these guys, call Star Labs. Mm-hmm. Where are they? Why aren't they I, here? I'm pretty sure like, well, this gets into like the okay. Well, we wanted a Suicide Squad movie, so let's not like try to destroy that continuity yeah, and thing. not have. But yeah. it is more like a. Hey, this uh, I'm pretty sure Batman and Wonder Woman are really fueled up since the death of Superman. If you call them, they will both show up right now and mm-hmm. fight this thing and beat it in 24 hours, and then we can be out of here. Mm-hmm. They do a great thing in Justice League Dark where Justice League Dark starts with Justice League trying to fight Enchantress. And Enchantress... The animated one? Uh, no, New 52, oh. Volume 1 of Justice League Dark. Um Wonder Woman, Superman, and Cyborg show up to fight Enchantress, who's doing some crazy magical stuff. And she literally sends like a swarm of insects that like it like eats them and like takes them away out of existence. It's like really freaking weird. It's mm-hmm. like it's like something like only Justice League Dark could deal with that kind of stuff. So it's like they took Superman, Wonder Woman, and Cyborg out of the picture. And so basically people were like Oh, Justice League can't do anything with this one. Send in John Constantine and Zatanna. And then because Zatanna knows Batman, Batman is kind of like helping them mm-hmm. be a team. You know how it goes. Yeah. Um, 
but that you know that could be the kind of thing so but it's it's kind of weird that this is what is that disbands them yeah or that this it's weird that this is what loses their momentum i guess what's what's infuriating is that rick flag knew that this was a thing and just did not tell him again but that's more of like a friend versus friend that you should just be like hey man kind of fucked up how you didn't tell me that you knew what we're up against but not like oh you knew this was a metahuman like boy take a look around yeah we are we have been fighting metahumans yeah you are metahumans like what do you think is like you cannot still be thinking we're fighting terrorists anymore yeah like if i should have been more like a like uh, if i fought an army full of zombies and i saw a tesla coil in the sky i would be like there's probably a queen like not like queen like enchantress but like there's probably like some alien queen like duh whoa that thing's even more scary but like but yeah but i would be thinking like okay there's probably a bigger central batter thing to like these zombie equivalents like there's yeah there's probably like the alien xenomorph queen yeah like i would be like there's there's a big bad over by that coil like that we're gonna go talk to and and i wouldn't be surprised but here he is being like like <laughs> i like that movie alien versus predator that's a that's a that's I a like fun the, movie the first one is not bad yeah the second, the second one i saw one in theaters is, and it was like a college kid movie the second one is silly what is what, what have i called it before like um like violence like like where people are just like yeah i really like violence it's like gore porn yeah it's like that it's like gore porn it's like just like oh, okay you just you just want just a real hard like predator violent too. stuff like just ultra violent for like a satisfying violence yeah. and it's like i want a little more taste i want like i want to be in antarctica i want a reason it. that predator has to split someone with a with a net you know like yeah and it's like it's almost that kind of thing where it's like i don't know it's just it's just a call to have more violence but um uncalled for kind um but yeah it 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 is where i don't know i don't know i I think it's a little it's just a little it's it's soft it's just not this is supposed to be like a big deal and it's not coming off as a big deal yeah there should have been a bigger betrayal now i i i agree that we have to get to this point Mm -hmm. from from a script writing Mm -hmm. standpoint you said it in yesterday's minute i 100 percent agree there needs to be something that the team goes, yeah, you can kill me now. Where um, A moment where the bomb w- wouldn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. Where the team goes, yeah, I'm good. You can blow my head off right now. There has to be that moment. Yeah, it's like where they finally just split up. Mm-hmm. When they go the other way. Everybody goes their own ways. <clears throat> I'm trying to think what that would be. Like, what... What situation? I don't know. I don't know Suicide Squad well enough to figure out what situation would like destroy them as a quote unquote team. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they maybe they maybe Suicide Squad is written where they do have a strong bond between themselves and they do work as a unit versus everybody on their own. But I feel like this should still be in that mindset of everybody's on their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there was no really strong bonding sequence unless you want to count just like the street fights that they go through and everybody fighting with each other. 
I don't know. It's let's, even let's, um, let's rewind a bit. And we talked about it before, but there was a moment where we talked about how this movie is two. It's the same plot done twice, where there it's it's the same job done twice. First job is to rescue Amanda Waller. The second job is to rescue Amanda Waller, and like they're both of their indirect um, objectives is to stop Enchantress. Um, we talked about how their first job, it's because they have to, the second time they should be rescuing Amanda Waller because they want to, Mm -hmm. they should want to be heroes the second time. I don't even know if it should necessarily be rescuing Amanda Waller. I think it should be helping out Rick Flagg. I think it ultimately needed to turn on the squad accepting Rick Flagg as one of them Mm -hmm. and him realizing I'm just as much compared to these criminals. Mm Mm-hmm. As I am, you know, in anything. I am a pawn to Amanda Waller just like them. I think that needed yeah. to be a realization. But you don't you have can be in love, Rick Flag. Go and shack up with the witch. That's I... awesome, dude. But admit to yourself that you are in the same position as these group of yeah, ne'er-do-wells that you're I, in charge well, of. I think what's more important about his relationship with Enchantress is that the Suicide Squad criminals shouldn't be in a position where they damn him for mistakes because they are criminals who make mistakes and they are in prison and they've they've been through this it's almost like uh it should have been more of like a hey we know you fucked up but you are in company like that have done so as well like you are among people who make mistakes all the time it's okay it should have been more of like an open arms like Come join us. Mm-hmm. We're freaks too. But they, the way they write it is they write him as a guy who seems to hurt them. And so they disband from him. Um, I'm thinking what it should have been, you know, given the chance to. What kinda, it could have been. What it could have been until it wasn't. Is, is you know, you have this moment where they, they, sh- they have to rescue Amanda Waller. They do so. And there's this turmoil with the Joker and Harley Quinn and it sets the team apart. Deadshot, kill that woman right now kind of thing. And then Amanda Waller crashes and she's apprehended again. Now everyone should be like, now we don't have bombs in our necks. Peace out. I don't want to be in this team anymore. You don't even have to get to this moment of trying to make Rick Flagg look like, like the enemy. Just cut all this out and just be like, hey, Amanda Waller's out of the picture. We don't have bombs in our necks that are armed anymore. Rick Flagg, you don't owe us anything, or we don't owe you anything now. I'll see you later. We're going to go get drinks at the bar. That's when Rick Flagg's saying, hey, I need your help. <laughs> and like, this is a thing where it's like, I don't know, there's something where it's like, it really just brings the team together because they're not being forced to. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's silly that they try to make Rick Flag, like, the bad guy. The bad guy in this moment. Yeah. The, he was being a bad guy earlier in the film. That's when you call him out for it. And that's when he starts, sh- you know, the turnaround happens. But it's a little too late to be pissed off at him now. Yeah. It's a little too late. Mm-hmm. At this point in the film, we all kind of are like, hey, Rick Flag's not so bad. Um,. That's that's all I got for this. I minute. don't know. I don't know. Katana even is like, and I think it's for comedy's sake that it's like Katana's like 
I'm going to go get a drink too. It's like, what personality? What? Who are you? Like, why would Katana of all people be like, yeah, I don't want to be with you anymore? I, I don't know. Is she, are they just, they, are they all so foreign to the idea of fighting another metahuman that they're just like, she's got a you magic can't, sword. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Is, is Katana pissed off that she's like, she didn't tell anime. her what the whole mission was? Who cares what the That's mission what is? That's what I'm in the same boat, man. Who cares? You, you, you see clearly what's going on around you. Go deal with it. Yeah. It's almost like, a, you know, I've never been that guy to say, like, you know how people, at whatever job you might be, they might be like, oh, that's not my job. Mm-hmm. That's not for me. Like, that someone else handles that job. That's not my job. I think about that all the time where it's like it's such an easy excuse and a dangerous road to go down because as soon as you start saying, oh, that's not my job, then one day something is your job. You might need help. And they go, that's not my job. And it's like it's such a backfiring mentality where it's like for a, meta, a group of meta humans who know that they could do something and be like, eh, that's it's not mine. I'm out of here. It's like that's not justified. Like you can't just be like, I'm gonna go grab a drink. It's not for me. I'm not gonna go fight. I mean, day. coming from guys that were that were criminals that got pulled from prison to go do a job and then were lied to about the job and essentially, it's maybe job. this is yeah maybe this is the moment that they're realizing oh we're a suicide squad, or did they already say no? He already he said, said that. He already said he that. He says there's some kind of suicide. You are going to die. Oh man! Uh, can we just? We're gonna let's see what else unfolds uh, later on in the week. And as the group is getting their drinks, if you liked everything that you heard, you can also go back and listen to previous episodes if you haven't already done so. We got over like four hundred episodes or something absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, too many. Crazy. Too many. Um, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minutes. You can join us on the Facebook uh, Listener Society, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society, and chat with us, uh, guests of the show, mm-hmm. other fans, and drop in all of your questions, concerns, opinions, opinions, donations. anything of the sort that you want to feel free. We are at your disposal, kind of. Um, it's going to wrap it up here. We will catch you guys tomorrow for minute number 93 of Suicide Squad. 